0: Money. It affects our everyday life, but how do we make more of it, manage it, and make sure we make the most of our money? Welcome to Money Mindful, a podcast to teach and support you as you learn to manage your money. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Money Mindful podcast. I am your host, Megan, money mindset and empowerment coach for women I help women connect with their future self. A few weeks back, I shared with you that one of my um, Money Mindful book club ladies and listeners of this show requested for me to share some books on investing. So here it is. Today, I'm going to share with you four books to get you investing in shares They are books that I have read and that have helped me on my share investment journey. I strongly believe that you do not need to be a financial advisor to know how to manage your money and create wealth. By all means, seek expert advice as to where and when you need it for specific topics such as accounting or taxation needs, but in general, you've got this. You do not need to be a rocket scientist to understand money or know how to invest. There are many ways to create passive income streams. I say passive in quotation marks because yes, it is referred to as passive because you do not need to directly trade hours for money, but that doesn't mean it doesn't require any effort or an amount of time. Once you've got it set up, you can be earning money in your sleep, so to speak. For example, every month I earn an income from my investment properties. Some months, if there is an issue that requires maintenance, yes, I have to invest time in getting that sorted in addition to doing the monthly accounts. However, to get that income each month, I'm not required to work a specific number of hours. That money will come into my bank account whether I spend money, whether I spend time, sorry, working on the property or not. And it's the same with shares. The share price can rise in value. However, this means nothing unless you actually sell the shares because they can always drop in price too. The way we make an income from shares is to receive the dividend payment which put simply is a share in the profits of the company the company pay you an amount based on how many shares you have in the company and these dividends are usually paid every 6 months and just a quick side note not all companies pay dividends investing in the share market for the long term is a sound investment to create an income for yourself in retirement and or create generational wealth. You can start with a very small amount of money. In Australia, the minimum amount to invest in shares is $500. Although because of the fees involved through using a broker, a lot of people uh, consider it wise to invest a minimum of $1,000. So your fees don't eat up your profits. So if you have a regular income, investing in shares is accessible to most people because of the low entry point as comparable to investing in property. You need a lot more than $500 to start investing in property. I invest in the share market by investing in a low cost fund. And within that fund, my money is invested in uh, an Australian index fund an international index fund and bonds. Now, if you're thinking, what the heck did she just say? Don't worry about it at this stage. You'll learn as you read the books I'm going to cover today. I can't stress enough. If you're new to investing in shares, expect that in the beginning, you're not going to understand everything. And that is totally okay. You have to give yourself a chance to learn process and consolidate what you have learned. So if you feel some confusion or overwhelm in the beginning, that is of course, absolutely normal. Let's get into it. All right. The first book is Millionaire Teacher, The Nine Rules of Wealth You Should Have Learned in School by Andrew Hallam. I want to bring this one to your attention. Uh, Now, I know I bang on about this book so much, you could be led to believe I have some special deal going on with Andrew. I don't. I just um, genuinely believe it's a bloody good book. And this is why. First of all, Andrew is walking the talk. He does what he teaches in the book. And since he was very savvy from a young age, he's now living a very comfortable life because he has had the advantage of what we call time in the market. I believe he is now in his 50s and he's been investing since he was 19. So his money has had at least 30 years to experience the wonderful effects of compound interest. If you are no longer a spring chicken, like myself, do not fear. Yes. It's easy to say it's better. Yeah. It's easy to say it's better to get started investing early, but so what? Some of us start later in life and that's perfect too. Don't let that be an excuse to give up on investing. What I love about Andrew's book is the simplicity of it. He first teaches us to look at ourselves and our spending behavior and As you know, I'm a coach, so that is like right up my alley, you know, that self-reflection and being aware of our thoughts and the actions that we take. So question yourself, are you trying to keep up with the Joneses? Are you consuming, consuming, consuming? Because that is what society tells us to do. I think the root of this message is to be okay being you. You know, do you want a flashy car or do you want to be able to create financial security for yourself and your family and be able to spend your money on experiences rather than things? Now, if you want a flashy car, go ahead and get one, but love your reasons and do it intentionally. Not just because that is what all your peers are doing. You don't have to look rich to be rich or feel rich. The main reason I love this book and without a doubt recommend it is that Andrew teaches specifically how to invest in index funds. He teaches what they are and why it makes sense to invest in them. He also references exact funds that you can research for yourself if you are in Canada, Australia, Singapore, or America, because in each of these countries, investing is different. There's different tax laws, there's different ways it's done. And so I know that I have people listening in Canada, Australia, Singapore, and America. So you need to be onto it with what's happening in your own country. So his whole investment strategy to me makes complete sense. If you knew a simple way to build wealth over time that minimized risk and didn't require costly and unnecessary fees that greatly reduce your capital growth or require a lot of time and research, why wouldn't you do it? It makes complete sense to me. The only shortfall for me and it's not to do with Andrew and his book, but just to do with index funds in general, and it's something that I want to research in further research further is when you invest in index funds, you are investing in all the companies the good, the bad, and potentially companies you don't want to support. So that's my my only bugbear, I guess, and something that I want to research for myself is that I want to be supporting companies that I feel have a positive impact on the world, not a negative impact. So ethical investing, I guess you would call that. If you want to learn more about this book, Listen to the interview I did last week with Andrew Hallam and join in tonight at the virtual book club meeting. We will be discussing Millionaire Teacher and what we have learned and what we can apply. This is live on the Money Mindful Facebook page tonight. If you're listening to this episode from the future, hello, (laughs) you can see the replay on the book club page on the website. So I'll make sure that I'll put a link in the show notes that you can you can access it. The next book I want to talk about is The Little Book of Common Sense Investing: The Only Way to Guarantee Your Fair Share of the Stock Market Return by John C. Bogle. I have included this book because it explains index funds by the man who started the world's first low-cost index fund in the 70s. So this is founder and former chairman of the Vanguard Group, John C. Bogle. So this is a book about investing in low-cost index funds and the reason behind why this is an effective long-term investment strategy. If you don't know what index funds are or have little or no knowledge of the basics of investing in shares, this book is not quite right for you yet. Don't start with this book. And in fact, it's not essential reading to be an investor. I would suggest studying up on the basics first by visiting the ASX website and doing one of their free online courses in shares or start by reading The Millionaire Teacher by Andrew Hallam to understand the fundamentals. I've included this book because if you are anything like me and you don't just believe the first thing you hear and want to learn more, and back up what you've learned from other sources, this is a good book for that. Frankly, you can start investing just by using the information Andrew teaches in Millionaire Teacher, but if you wanna learn more or you, are not, you don't wanna be blindly following Andrew into the fire and throwing all your money away, I think this is a fabulous book to give you the big picture of how and why index funds were started and what the benefits are. I personally think investing in low-cost index funds is a great strategy and Warren Buffett, one of the most successful investors of all time, also favors favors it. So check this one out if you wanna learn more, but I wouldn't recommend it as your entry point. Okay, third book on my list is Motivated Money, sound financial advice for the post-GFC world. It's by Peter Thornhill. Peter Thornhill is a no BS kind of guy. He doesn't mince his words and says it how he thinks it is. And you've probably guessed by now that I'm a fan of this style. I I recently heard in an interview Peter did that he is now retired on a tidy yearly income from his share portfolio of $400,000 a year. Yeah. So let's take the time to listen to what Peter has to say. You may remember in the interview I did with Sandra Stewart earlier this month that she referenced Peter as someone who offers gold standard advice when it comes to investing in shares. Although Peter doesn't teach directly how to invest in the share market as in the minutia minutiae of, of what it requires, he teaches how to look at the market through a filter of common sense. This is incredibly important. In my opinion, I think majority of Australians don't understand the share market and make sweeping judgments based on lack of education. This is an essential read to set you straight. Peter states in the book he has two purposes in mind when writing it. The first one is changing people's perceptions about wealth creation, and two is providing basic investment knowledge, and I think he successfully does both of those things. He gives us empowering information to take charge of our financial uh, destination, uh, destination, our financial destiny, and does so in a simple and straightforward manner. This book is not a get rich quick fix. I mean, none of these books are. He teaches us to look at money and investing purposefully. Like how much do I need? How much is enough? I highly recommend reading this book to educate yourself on the big picture of how the share market works and how you can sensibly invest in it to create wealth for yourself in retirement. Okay, so none of these books are about day trading. This is all about long-term investment strategies. Okay, and the last book is Shares Made Simple. A Beginner's Guide to Share Market Success by Roger Kinsky. On the front cover of this book, it states, simple, easy to understand strategies anyone can use for success. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that statement. So why am I recommending this book? All right. Well, when you invest in index funds, you are investing in all the companies in the share market that the index fund is following. So for example, if you invest in an Australian index fund, you are investing in say the top 500 companies or the top 200 companies represented in the Australian share market, depending on what fund you invest in. When you invest in this way, you are not buying shares in one specific company directly. The index fund does that for you. So for example, your index fund, if you've got an Australian index fund, would for sure have shares in the Commonwealth Bank, okay? So you are invested in that company, but you haven't had to go out and buy the Commonwealth Bank shares directly. So if you wanna buy shares in a specific company, then more research is involved and you need to understand the language of share investing, so to speak, And you can learn that from this book. So, if you want to understand how to read the financial news in the papers, this book will explain all the jargon for you. For example, there are statistics available about companies to help you understand their fundamentals, such as the price to earning ratio. This is also referred to as the PE ratio. Understanding these statistics helps us make sound investment choices when choosing shares. So, personally, I'm not saying it's wrong, but for me, this kind of investing makes my eyes glaze over and my brain completely switch off. I don't want to invest in individual company shares. I don't want to have to research the companies and understand their fundamentals. And unless you are a reckless investor, that is what you need to do if you want to invest in individual company shares. And We covered that in the interview that I did with Sandra Stewart a few weeks back because she invests in individual shares. That's her passion. That's what she wants to do. She also invests in index funds as we we discussed, but there's more involved. You need to be doing research on the fundamentals of the company to understand why are you investing in that company? So personally, I think Investing in only a few companies is risky because no company is indestructible, unless of course you own shares in a lot of different companies. However, you need a lot of money to do that. There's nothing wrong with investing in companies individually if that is your interest and you want to put the time into understanding the companies. If you want to do that, you need to understand the language of investing in shares and Roger's book will teach you that. For me, reading the book just affirmed that I am really happy investing in index funds. And that is the best strategy for me because I don't have the interest or the inclination to spend large amounts of time researching companies. I want my investing to be simple, easy to understand, and easy to implement, as well as getting the best returns with the the least amount of fees. Well, there you have it. If you take the time to read these four book recommendations, I have no doubt you will have a sound understanding of the share market and understand more than most people about investing in shares. And look, this isn't the the be end and end all list. There's so many books out there, but this is just four books that I think are quite accessible. They're not too difficult to read. And they are more towards the Australian market because I know majority of you who listen are in Australia. So international people, I'm sorry, but you need to find the books in your that is relevant to your own country because I am, I'm not an expert in in other countries. Uh, I am more familiar with what's happening in Australia. So if you are only going to read one of these, my top pick would be Millionaire Teacher, followed by Motivated Money. I will link to all these books in the show notes. If you're loving all the valuable content on this podcast and you're enjoying participating in book club, buying the books through the Money Mindful website is an amazing way to return the love and show your support for the show. Beyond reading books and learning about investing, if you want to take this work deeper and work on your actual money mindset I work one-on-one with clients who are ready to make change. So to overcome your money blocks and create the results you really want on purpose. We are all capable of creating extraordinary lives for ourselves, but sometimes we just need help to point out our blind spots and make that connection with our future self, the person who has already created what we are currently dreaming about. And through causal coaching, I can help you get there. So all you have to do is connect with me wherever you're following me. So you can email me through the website or DM me on Instagram or message me on Facebook. All roads lead to Rome. So until next time, have a beautiful week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful podcast. For more info, visit moneymindful.com.au. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. And remember the information in this podcast is of a general nature only and does not take into account your personal circumstances or goals. Please seek professional advice for your own financial needs. Remember to have fun along the way.